0: craziest thing we did as young as man like it was this lady that we didn't like she always just trip off on her so we literally went and cut her cable cords god
1: damn (laughs) i hope she's listening
0: i tell anybody right now don't challenge
1: usually that's how it is whether he's an nba superstar or he's like you said in jail that's usually what they say all right we recording now
0: we live we back
1: are we unpopular Life. celebrities yes sir back again what's this episode four i'm starting to lose count yeah man about four episode about four. four definitely yep. episode four appreciate y'all uh for listening the last time yep. appreciate y'all for catching up if y'all need to catch up they're all on apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere that you listen
0: to your podcast there's gonna be out there and available for you yeah i'm looking forward to uh seeing the reviews of the last the last episode um i know that this for some reason this was a busy week man so i didn't get uh i didn't get as Much feedback as I did, not saying people didn't listen. I think this week just was a crazy week, it was a busy week, uh, yeah. So, um, looks to check out that, that last episode. Tell us what you think if you haven't,
1: yeah. Shout out to Hansel, man. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Shout yeah. out to yeah. Big Bro Hansel for coming too, through.
1: We got to get you in again, definitely. ASAP, definitely. Uh, we got to put that episode out there with uh, Chief Counsel. We got to throw okay. that out there, so that might be the next one,
0: yeah. Uh, let's do that. Shout out to him, too. I hope he had his safe travels, man. Yeah, I just nice heard from him a couple of
1: days ago, so okay. he's good. Yeah, he's on his 14 day quarantine, yeah. As, uh, yeah free so it's so a uh, free leave, but he's <laughs> chilling leave. in the room yeah. and have to rely on somebody to get him food. So he, Dang. yeah, so serious he, business. Yeah, he's stuck. He really stuck. But um, we'll operation. I'm gonna let Big Mike take over for a couple minutes because I know he want to get at me. So we had a rocky uh, yeah. morning. Oh no,
0: Rocky we, ain't yeah, the word. Rock. I need y'all to listen and understand. I'm
1: just gonna chill, nah, and I'm gonna let him do his thing. You, you chill because yeah, let, chill. let me
0: let me explain to y'all. Y'all know we always always got a little something to tell y'all about the morning how it started, right? Um, and, I, and let me let me tell y'all real quick before we we get down to business. So this guy, right? This guy, Pete is who I'm talking about, right? So I get another text, say, hey bro, you know what time you coming through? So I hit him, ten o'clock, between ten and ten fifteen. So boom, I get up, get myself together, jump on. It's about thirty minutes from my crib. So take the ride, roll up. Ten o'clock. I'm here. Literally ten o'clock. I'm in the driveway.
1: On on dot. Which I was surprised,
0: but yeah, on the that, dot. I don't know why he was surprised. Don't let him, don't <laughs> let him think y'all. Make y'all think I'm not punctual, right? So ten o'clock. Boom in the driveway. So I, I pull up. I even left my keys in the car, so the horn went off. The dogs start barking. So I, you know, I know people alive in there. You know? Is this
1: gonna be a quick story? Oh, yeah, man. Just let me get to it. <laughs> be quiet.
0: So, so, uh, so I, 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 walk up to the door. I ring the doorbell. You know, he got a fancy doorbell, whatever. You know, and I hear him yell out the f word really loud. So now I'm saying, what the hell is he doing? Here we go. Right, take some ten minutes to get to the door. Right. So he opens up the door, talking about, "Oh, you caught me off guard. How I catch you off guard?" And and I told you ten o'clock. I hit the uh-huh. corner, walk in the room where we, you know, everything our 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 a sanctuary where we record. This guy is working on a ceiling fan. There's no fan in the ceiling, no power in the room. I'm like, bro, what are you? Oh, I thought it was gonna take me 15 minutes. <laughs> you who who in their right mind? Things, fixing a fan, changing a whole fan is only going to take 15. I guarantee you this was the first fan he probably ever fixed in his No, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't probably do was. That. Probably don't was. Don't do so, that. So then I'm nervous because I got wires hanging out the ceiling. This guy is just, he just all over the place, right? I'm like, look, man, come on. We got to take care of business, right? So then I sit down. I go to get my microphone ready. <laughs> I'm trying to get him. The microphone comes off the table. Like, I'm. I almost fired this dude. Like, shout out about to fire somebody I'm about to put a. Uh, I'm about to put an ad out on Facebook for who next? Who else would to be an unpopular celebrity, man? But anyway, man. Hey, good morning to y'all. Good morning. Uh, good we, afternoon.
1: We had a rocky start, but we gonna finish strong. Yeah, it yeah, don't matter how you yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. It matter how you finish. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, Shit. Uh, see, this is why I'm talking. Let me. Let me butt in for another. Yeah, this is yeah. only four minutes Go in, so we good. Ahead. Let me butt in. Go ahead. Go I ahead. don't get a break. No, you're not. Don't get a sympathy, Don't get no, I understand. S- sympathy. don't get like, you know what? I know what it's like, Oh my God, you know, I know what it's like to be caught off guard. I know when you thought it's gonna take this long, it takes that long. Like Any- he ain't
0: never been through it. Anybody that knows me knows. This i'm gonna roll i know you. what he gonna say oh god yeah i'm gonna roll if you are not correct bro uh-huh. i'm gonna roll and you knew that i think you knew that's why you yelled out the f word when i run that bell because you knew you you did you know the memes where something happened and it paused in that face and it said that's when he knew. yeah he <laughs> that was it you know it when that bell rung you know you was like god let's do it
1: i so me. did i looked i said was that my doorbell
0: yeah yep. <laughs> damn damn but hey
1: but we here. We yeah. here. Anyway,
0: <laughs> let's 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 kick it off.
1: Man, man uh quick transition to what we're going to talk about today. We just diving straight into society. Yeah, man. that's what we were talking about earlier and how how society affects who you are, how you brought up around society affects who you are. So we were talking. I just learned a lot about Big Mike, uh, how you grew up. Yeah, and so I'll let you tell your story because it's pretty interesting, actually, and in how you were, how you see things, it, it uh, affects how you were grew, grew up, how you yeah. did grow up.
0: Um, I mean, I the first and foremost, like we we uh, you know, we was talking about previously, man. I think that that number one, what point A is, is highly important. You know what I'm saying? And when I say point A is, is it a, is it a two parent home? Is it a single parent home? Is it is it you know grandparents? You know what I'm saying? One grandparent, aunt, and uncle? You know. Mm-hmm. So uh it's extremely important man and um like I wouldn't consider myself Well, I wouldn't say I, I I grew up in a single parent home um but it was a lot of transitioning you know throughout my life I I would like to think I have a strong uh family you know surrounding you know what I mean um and they mean a whole a great deal to me but you know I think probably for about like you know when I was 8 man you know my my mother had a, my mother left my dad you know she she uh, met somebody else uh, afterwards, you know what I mean, got married or whatever. So I was in a, a two-parent home at okay. that point, you know. Um, and even when she was with my dad, they weren't married. They were just together. Um, so she met my stepdad, my stepdad man, and then, you know, they got married. You know, she had uh, converted to uh, Islam, you know. Um, so I learned a lot in that aspect too, you know, different different um, upbringing at that point in my life, you know. so and uh, Did I'm your dad have
1: a religion? Nah, nah, no. nah. Okay.
0: Nah. Um my my dad was my dad was a a, a a you know a good dude man, but he just he chose a different life path, you know. Um uh and sometimes a lot of things like this it's it's kinda hard for you to talk about it, you know. Yeah. But I think it made me who I am. You know what I'm saying? Because you know how most people would say, uh, you know, my dad taught me this, my dad taught me that. And my dad taught me things, you know, to the positive. But the with the life path he chose, you know, to a certain extent, man it taught me more so what not to do, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, love to do to death, man. You know, and, and my dad's, you know, we, we in my life, you know, we, we have a relationship rocky, you know, but it is what it is. Um, but, uh, he, he just chose a different path. You know, he chose to do what he wanted to do and it wasn't always right. You know? Um, so, so let me ask, um, how, how much older are your parents as far as
1: their relationship and as far as older than you?
0: Well, my dad is fifty three. Um, so he got about twenty. Yeah, 20 yeah. Years so old. he was he was. Uh, no, my my dad was seventeen when my, when my mother got pregnant with me. Okay. Um. Yeah. So my mother was nineteen twenty. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So so younger parents, especially back yeah, then, that yeah, was yeah. The younger parents. Yeah. So uh, different, so, you know, age difference from them. So
1: I'm completely different. I don't remember how old my mom was, but I think she was in her forties. Yeah. My dad. I think was like 55. Yeah. So I grew up around a lot older. Older. Yeah. But when I was 6 or 7, they got divorced. Okay. And as my sister, me and my sister, well my sister was 14 months apart. Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean we were close age group. Yes, me and my sister, we uh, you know, my sister we 5 years apart, man, but um she's older. No, I'm a, I'm uh, the bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. Okay, I, it's okay. a lot, You know, some people know and some people don't. You no, know, yeah. Um, but like I said, my mother, you know, she got married or whatever. Uh, you know, I had a, I was in the stepdad situation. Great dude, you know. Um, you don't know you don't know the the importance of of a step parent or somebody that comes in that takes over. You know and. Raising somebody that Or a child that's not naturally theirs You don't know the importance of it Until after the fact mm-hmm. uh, Sometimes You know And in my aspect I I knew he was a great dude um, But Like I said Coming from a, a kid that You know Had church surrounding them And and You know Family that was a Christian Or Baptist background You know I'm not saying I'm a big I was a big church guy But that's what I grew up on Christmas things like that So you sure. know With Islam it, it's, it's different You know They don't celebrate Christmas You know Um so it was different for us. You know, it was different for me. And I say us, I say my, my younger sister, um, because we are my own, me and my sister are my, my mother's only children. God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so we grew up with a stepdad, man. Like I said, good dude, man. He took care of my mother. Uh, they were married. He took care of us. He helped her take care of us. Um, to about my, I so I was about eighth grade, man, about 13, 14 or whatever. Um, you know, he did what he had to do as a man, you know, and I, I, I watched him treat my mother good. You know, so it starts there. You know what I mean? Um, so eighth grade, you know, I, I moved out, you know, at this time, like I told you, my daddy, he had a different pattern. He had a different path, you know? So my dad was a lot of, you know, in and out of prison, you know what I mean? In and out of jail, uh, stuff like that. So it, that stuff like that takes a toll on the kids, especially a young man, you know, and even, even young women, you know? Um, so, but luckily in them time frames, you know, I had my stepdad, you know? So we moved a lot, man. Um, I I know a lot, like in, throughout my city, I know a whole gang of people, cause I think I went to like four or five schools <laughs> between kindergarten and eighth grade. Okay, you know. So, um, you know, eighth grade, I moved out, man. I moved with my grandparent, my grandfather. God rest his soul, man. Another great, great guy, you know. Um, so I kind of went from you know my mother and my stepdad to my grandfather and his wife. Um, but my grandfather was older, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old, or f- between 14 and 16. Um, so he, our relationship, you know what I mean? It ain't like what you would expect like a father and a son to be playing basketball, all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So- it wasn't, that wasn't that, you know, I just was kind of, I moved, when I moved my grandfather, we was back in the heart of the hood, you know, mm. um, so back in the rough areas, but I grew up there, so I I wasn't tripping, and you know, I wasn't scared or nothing, anything like that, uh, that's where all my friends were, um, so, but my grandfather, his background and my dad and most of my uncles was uh, mechanics, okay right? so he always, my grandfather always had an auto mechanic shop, so I kind of grew up with that background as well. Um and I I thank God for for him to be able to provide that for us as well because he took care of all of us you mm. know um even though my aunts and uncles was was grown he took care of all of us um and so when I moved with him you know uh, about uh a year later my mom got killed I was fourteen um, damn bro yeah so that 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 was like detrimental bro right you know what I mean my mother got killed um fourteen years old I'm staying with my grandfather my dad was in prison you know what I mean so uh i had i was again i was still surrounded by family like my aunts you know what i'm saying my uncles my aunts were the women in my life you know um they helped fill that void and and my godmother uh i love them to death you know cuz they they having them in my life taught me that what what is that way for you to teach women you know like my love for them gave me that that visual of how i'm supposed to treat women you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh, because of the love they provided for me um again you know Shortly after my dad came home, you know what I mean? Like I said, love him to death because that's my father. But his teachings wasn't always what they should have been. You know what I mean? And not to go into a long story, but to, to kind of part, to take that to transition is, I think that's extremely important. Right. right? And I say that because a dad, a, a father, and a mother are who you know to start with to teach you how to treat other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like I watch my dad, and I think this is a, is a is a prime example of what a lot of us go through as young black men. I watch my dad have several women, you know, um, how he treat them, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, how he value them, you know. I watch that, so and I know a lot of a lot of a lot of the males in general, regardless of what your your race could be, a lot of them relate to it because. You when you grow up, you know, what 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 you know, most fathers or in my area anyway, teach you, it's about how many women you can get. Mm. You know, you the man if you got this many women, or you the man if if you could if you could put your with your starting roster or how many women you could sleep with and like that's what made you the man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And is it is that right? No. It's not. You know, because me learn seeing that in in in, in Understanding that that's not wrong, that's not right, you know. Seeing these, seeing the women come and go and stuff like that, it taught me the total opposite, but I had to learn right. becoming a man that that's not it, you know what I mean? Like, so it's important because now I know I treat my, I teach my sons, your goal is to find you one woman mm-hmm. that's gonna have your back, yeah. that you can ride with, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you build a life with her. Mm-hmm. Your goal is not to not as many women you can sleep with. Like that that doesn't make you cool. No. It's dangerous. <laughs> That's a great word. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's dangerous, bro. So with my aunts, you know, and and uh growing up with them in my life and then you know, my grandfather uh they instilled that that one that family love to me, you know. And I'm a, I'm going to give you another crazy picture cuz I said to you me and my sister are my mother's only kids, right? Uh-huh. I'm the oldest of eight. Damn. I'm the oldest damn. of eight, right? Yeah. My father got eight kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me damn. and
0: her are the only ones that got the same mother, other than I got two twin brothers. That's like nine, ten. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what's the song? Say Papa was a Rolling Stone, right? <laughs> That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if I wasn't if I wasn't able to to step back and look at the picture or learn my lesson, because I I screwed up. You know okay. what I mean? I, th- I think we all do when you when you when you come up in that in that uh, environment and you you're taught that. Like I said, you you only know what you taught. You're a product of your environment until you learn different, right? But you got to want to learn different. So I um I had to learn that. You know, like I said, I screwed up. You know, I made stupid decisions and I had to realize what's more important is 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 my family more important? You know, is uh is is having this establishing this this, this solid ground you know, with my, with my now my wife, you know, is that more important? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think we have to learn as men, uh, even women, that you have to teach children what's the end goal. The end goal to happiness is you live, you live a, a righteous life for the most part, you know? Find you somebody that you're going to ride with, that you're going to stick with, that you know you're going to be loyal to, you can respect, and that you can build the truth with. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, Man, your life could be crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, you know, all the fathers out there, man, if you teaching your boys that, you know, you 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 got to build your roster and have all these women, stop steering them wrong. Stop steering them wrong, man.
1: I wonder if they do it intentionally or if it's unintentionally. Because I was brought up without that mindset. Because. My dad was older. Like I said, he was about 50-something. So by the time I started understanding what was going on, he was almost in his 60s. Mm-hmm. So he was way past all that. Right. And now I got his stories. I don't really see it. Uh-huh. I just mainly just hear stories, which is a different avenue when you can actually see it, right. hear it, experience it, yeah. or when you just hear stories. And then you just take it. You can Your imagination puts the picture into place. Yeah. But I didn't have the you know the girls running in out the women running in out. It was just him, and it was just me and him. So me and my 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 mom, and my dad, and I'll say seven because that's really when I remember uh-huh. what's going on. They were seven. They broke up, and so my sister went with my mom, I with my dad, same state, same city for the most part. I think they were about thirty minutes away, right? But pretty much same city. But uh, so all I had was a father, and that's when you say that thing: how to you know treat a woman or or how to. Uh, talk to women or how to uh, understand women, you need a woman. You need that. And I hope it resonates with everybody else that's listening. When you hear or experience something from a parent, it sticks with you. Yeah. And especially at a young age, because I think about, I didn't really, you know, I have friends, but it's not the same as as a, a parent figure. Yeah, And, you know, my friends have parents, but it's not the same as your parent. It's not. And it's then not, I had teachers, but didn't really like my teachers. I yeah. barely wanted to listen to them in class. Damn sure didn't want to listen to life experience. Absolutely. So all I had was him. So whatever he said was gospel. Yeah. That's what was happening. That what was going on. That's what I was going to do. I bet you he can get me to play in the street on the freeway. Yeah. And You wouldn't know no different. Wouldn't know if it was good or bad. Right. Because that's all I, re- that's what I knew. And. For the most part, he kept me safe. Uh-huh. So it's like, why would he say something? You know, and you know, you got the words like "I love you" and "You're my son," and yeah. you know, those start resonating to, all right, this is the person that cares for me. Yeah. So whatever he says is gonna happen. Yeah. So whatever he doesn't say, I don't know. Don't know. I was never taught, and you can't cover everything. But it, I think, and you have a small window to catch a kid. I yeah. think, and I don't have any. But we're, I was just talking about this with somebody else. You have a small window to catch a kid and experience maybe the rest of their life, or yeah. at least until they start making their own decision, at least the next 10, 15 years. Right. And whatever you say, they're going to take it. This is what it is. This what it is. Yeah. And like you said, you grow around a single family household. You got one person. That's it. And one person telling you everything.
0: That's it. And when that one person doesn't tell you something, you don't get it. Or you're trying to figure it out. Or, or you get it from somebody that may not give you the correct message, you know. Um, and you said it. You said you. You said uh, you hit a key point, man. You said um, your father told you he love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that those words are extremely important as well. You know what I mean? Because you you have to constantly let kids know that. You know what what we talk about? Uh, rewards or recognition or how you feel about them? Because what can happen is when that's absent in a child you become emotionless right as you get older so you know when you when you get in relationships women love to hear that you know women like to hear that and and as men we should make sure that they do hear that but when you never had nobody to tell you that they love you you ain't thinking about telling nobody else that you know or you build such a strong wall internally you have you don't have no emotions and no feelings mm-hmm. you know and i think you know, growing up in a society that that you know that young African black males come from, you know the high it's the higher percentage of that, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because then you start seeing, and people don't understand like the gang. You know what I mean? A gang mentality Ambulance, or yeah. right gang influence. And granted, when you you know all people, most people see like the the negative vibe or the or the negative output from a gang. But when you got a kid that don't have a a, a home or um, a foundation internally. And they go to this group, you know what I'm saying? This gang, and they teaching you, "I got your back." I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna do that for you. You ain't ever got to worry about nothing. Or somebody that's older in the streets telling them that they liable to gravitate towards that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and like I said, it might. I don't. I don't think it's all bad and all good to any situation, right? It's both. You know, it may not be equal, but it's both. You know. Um, I got guys I grew up with, man. Like I told you, growing up in the, in the heart of New Jersey, North New Jersey, Newark, Irvington. You know, gangs got big. You know what I mean? Late '90s, early 2000s, they they got big. So, but the gang was really just people that was already cool. People that was already we all played basketball right. together. So that was yeah. that was the gang. You yeah. know what I mean? It just it just they put a name to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we the same guys. We rode bikes and run down the hill on broken skateboards yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. that was the deal. So the ones that the, the the kids that I knew that I grew up with that might not have had. A strong foundation of families, you know, their mothers might have been on drugs or their fathers might have been on drugs or, or in a prison or something like that. Like me, I, I think I was lucky. Like I said, I knew the gang because those were the same boys I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the ones that didn't have what I had, you know, grandfather and aunts and uncles that throw barbecues and mm-hmm. I, I had them come to my backyard and they'd come come chill with me. You know what I mean? I watched them go far left. You know, and I thank I thank God for a lot of them. I see now they doing so much better, and they learned. You know, uh, it got it, it got old to them that they got families now. they're men and they want to raise a family and, and do right. You know, and and get money the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, some of them we used to see their parents. They used to see their parents on the street, strung out, drugs, prostituting. You know, dope dealers and stuff like that. Like we saw it. Mm-hmm. So that can that can turn you into a monster. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That so, can turn you into a monster. What was the structure like in your household? Like what
1: kept you what was I guess what was the rules that you knew that you could not break? What was the rules that you had to follow? Was it come in when the street lights come on or
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I we, think structure is big. It is. Um it like I told you, I think I said a while back, man, like I'm big on respect. Mm-hmm. I'm big on respect because my grandfather taught me that. And that's one of the great things my father taught me. You never let nobody disrespect you and you never disrespect anybody else because respect is big. So I, I always respected my elders, you know what I mean? My aunts, my uncles, you know, my grandfather, my dad. You know, I always, my mo- of course, my mother, you know, God rest her, so I always respected them. So the the I wouldn't say that it was like rules. Cause you know That was We mostly had the rules When it was my mom And my stepdad Because okay. like I said They practice Islam So it's a lot of structure To um, to Islam And it's not All bad What everybody You know Some people paint You know what I mean It's a lot of structure Um uh, and we always respected that. We respected what we could and couldn't do. So, again, it was the streetlights. It was be in your front yard, you know, when, when you know what I'm saying, was if you're going somewhere, let us know, you know, don't be with people that you know up to no good. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, the, it was the, the basics, you know. But like I said, I always respected um, my elders and stuff. So I never really, I never really got crazy. You know, I might have did the stuff that the average kids do in my neighborhood, you know. We might go ride some bikes or go do some crazy. I think the craziest thing we did as young as man, like it was this lady that we didn't like. She always just trip off on us, so we literally went and cut her cable cords. God, yeah, damn. like no shit, like cutting. I her. hope
1: she's listening. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. she's listening. Hey, right, yeah, ma'am, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, uh, I right, God,
0: we, Yeah, we went and cut her cable I thought cords. Thought you were going to egg the house. No, or oh man, TV we did that too. The, we did that too. But he said cut yeah, the cable cord. Yeah, we did that too. Cord. But I never went far. I never went far left. Like, uh and and I all like I say what I always say every episode man full transparency like and my anybody that know me family wise you know they can they get vouch for me uh, my father he 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 was a gangster mm-hmm. he was a gangster i'm not going to lie to you he was a gangster he, from the guns to the drugs and that was him that was his that was his younger life you know he he chose that path and i think that played a big part in why i chose to go another direction because i watched the destruction I watched the destruction. You know, I watched him bro, I remember. I can remember, man, fifth grade, right? My dad was supposed to come pick me up from school, right? My mother had something to do. We had moved to another city, really, like out of the jurisdiction. So I was living with my dad. like come kind of back and forth so I could go to this school. And uh he was supposed to come pick me up from school. And um school let out about two forty five, three o'clock, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it's like, let's say two forty five. Okay. So it's like three o'clock, right? 330, 345. So I I go back into school, you know, just way back then. So I'm I'm no I, gotta use, right, I gotta use the office phone. Like, can I call my mother? Right. So I call my mother, I'm like, uh, who coming to get me? She was like, and they wasn't together. You know what okay. I mean? He was just supposed to be coming to get me. And um, she like, you know, your father didn't get there yet? I'm like, No, he he's not here, right? So she end up uh coming to get me, right? Coming to get me from school, you know, because I think she had to catch the bus because I don't even think I only had like one car. She caught the public transportation, caught the bus, right? And come to find out, my father, my daddy, got arrested. Like, bro, and and listen to me. When he got arrested, this was fifth grade, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. He got arrested. I didn't see my dad again on the streets till I was a ninth grader in high school. That's crazy. I was in ninth grade, bro. Like, I mean, I did the, whole, I did the, I did it all. Going to visit my dad and from prison to prison, I did it. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. Like now that I think about it and talking about right. it, you know what I'm saying? Is you think about it, like it's crazy, and it ain't just my story. No, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably. Uh, one of the the thousands of the millions of the young black guys that but I thank God every day for where I ended up because it could have been I'm gonna tell you bro it could have been bad for me. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been in situations where it could have been bad for me. But for some reason um I'ma tell you what 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 changed my like what really hit me uh and changed my thought process is like when I really realized at that time I was just the oldest of six, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I'm the oldest of six. Like Whatever I do they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever I do they're going to think it's cool. Cuz mm-hmm. yeah, my father was there but I'm going to be honest with you and you know my my siblings are I'm I'm pretty sure all of them most of them following they hearing what's going on. they will be honest with you too. At some point in life they respected me more than they respected our father mm-hmm. because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do as a father. You know what I mean? As as a mentor, as a guide, as a, as a, as a, a, a mogul, like he wasn't, he wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. So I was, it, I took on the responsibility that it's me. I got to I have to, I have to do right. Cause if I don't, they're going to, they're going to possibly not know what it is that they supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? And, and they have strong mothers. Like I know all of their mothers and they have strong mothers. Um, and I talked to most of them, you know. When every once in a while and chance, no, no, no bad bread, no black blood or anything like that. Um, but they have strong mothers, and I thank God for their mothers because my father was in and out. Yeah. You know, my yeah. father was in and out. So, like I said, so think about, like I tell you, that one instance from me, fifth grade to ninth grade, and I was the one that he, me and my sister, was the ones that he saw more, most often. You know. So my brother and and my other sister, like it be it would go it would be years before I seen my siblings. That's crazy, bro. It would be years before I seen my siblings. Yeah. You know what I mean? So i it was me, I took that responsibility I took the responsibility to be the visual for them you know and and i'm I'm so proud of all of them it's it's crazy because my young my my i'm gonna say my younger brother but he's one of the older ones right uh he bought a house you know I bought a house last year, thank God he bought a house you okay. know what I mean so to see him move like that my all all of us live out of the state of New jersey okay all of us, yeah. all of us, every last one of us moved, yeah. you know? And that was always my goal. Like if I, if I make a move and they see that I can do it, they going to know they can do it, uh-huh. you know? And my brother, he, like I said, he bought him a house. My, my baby sister, who me and her only, we got the same mother. He, she up in Pennsylvania. My other sister's in Connecticut. My baby sister's in Florida. Like they got away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They got away. But my, my. My heart goes out to the people that don't have them opportunities that can't get away, you know? And like I said, I, it's, I, I'm not to get too detailed about my family's life. You know what I mean? Cause I, I don't know if they, they want to, uh, Put it I have there. the, right. I have the permission to do that, mm-hmm. but I will say, you know, I sit down and I talk to my sons about them cause I, I love them to death, man. And, and, um, I wish I could be closer in a sense or, or more people that, Got out, be closer in a sense to show them like it's, this is possible, right? Because I watch some of them, I watch some of them, I hear some of them go to jail, go to prison, come out, go back to the same area around the same people, teach them the same things, go back to prison, go back to jail. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't want that for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want that for them. So it's like, where does the cycle end? How does it end? Where? At what point is somebody going to? take accountability to tell them and show them. I try, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. but I can only do and say but so much because I'm eight hours of flight away, right. you know, yep. so I can keep doing what I'm doing and trying to be that visual guide to You're them, right. but they only going to wake up when they want to wake up. Yep, You know what I mean? Very true. Um, So it's, it's and, and that's only my family. That's only my family. So I think about all the other families, all the other young black boys that, don't have nowhere to go or don't have anybody to be there and guide them to say nah you going left come back right you know how um, much of it was your personal account and we're almost
1: getting to know like getting to know big mike this is what we're gonna call this episode <laughs> but it, it, you know this is a good thing about unpopular celebrities and how we do it we right basically don't know what we're going to talk about till we start getting on the mic the
0: natural conversation so is best,
1: man. yeah so it's i want to i got some questions down because i want to get to know this yeah Like I said, you grew up different from I grew up. So Mm. now I'm really interested in this because I'm interested in knowing what I don't know. Right. When did you decide, I can't go down this road? Because you could have easily just, nobody probably would have faulted you for
0: following those footsteps. No, because people who have said to me on several occasions, and I swear to God to you, man. People have said to me on several occasions throughout my life, you're going to be just like your father. Yeah. You're going to be just like your father.
1: Usually that's how it is. Yeah. Whether he's an NBA yeah. superstar yeah. or yeah. he's, like you said, in yep. jail, that's usually what You're they say. Be just,
0: and to hear those words, uh huh, don't challenge me. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if it's a challenge and it's an underestimation of what you think I am or who you think I am, don't challenge me. Mm-hmm. Got you. Those are your words. That's how you feel about me. Watch this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Watch so when
1: this. did that happen? When did that mentality take place and what made it take place? Was uh-huh. it... Uh, go ahead.
0: I'm gonna say um about about probably about 15, 16, man, like when my mother got killed, man. So, uh I was a freshman, man. I was I was a, I was a freshman, you know what I mean? So, I I lost my mind for a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I lost my mind for a little bit. I don't think I went to school for like 2 months. Wow. You know, a month and a half, you know, um I was I was on academic probation cuz I did I wasn't there, you know. I was cutting school. You nobody knew, you know what I mean? uh so it's like I, I i don't know if i don't know if i i went to sleep one day and god slapped me and told me um you need to wake up you know what i'm saying like you need to get up and do something cuz you you're going to end up down that road you huh. know what i mean um but i i like i said i got cousins man that that more like brothers to me or cousins that's more like sisters to me and aunts that's just phenomenal. You know what I mean? All of them strong, strong women. You know what I mean? And they love me like I was their own, you know? Uh, and my godmother, definitely, because she is a strong black woman. Um, And she took the place of my mother. You know what I mean? She took the place of my mother. Even when I started driving and things like that, she let me hold her car while Drake take her to work and let me hold her car and stuff like that. So uh, to look for a job and things. So man, and my grandfather, you know, he always, you know, he didn't have to let me come live with them. You know, he could have been like I don't have time for it, you know. He did let me, but he did, you know. He he let me come stay. You know, he always made sure that I had what I needed, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I told you he was always he always kept an auto mechanic shop, so what he would do like outside of school or or when it was school on the weekends, I would go to the shop with him, you know. I go to the shop with him and, you know, he I would run the phones or write up bills, you know, or keep track of what what mechanics came in that day, you know, just to make a little bit of bread. He always made sure I had some some money in my pocket, you know. Was that your outlet? Um, yeah, in a sense, yeah. Um that was kind of keeping me from getting into trouble. Cause what I remember we talked about, you know, idle mind, man, is, is it could be a dangerous place. Man. It could be a dangerous place. So if you ain't if you ain't filling your time and filling your life with positivity, that's leaving so much room for negative. Yep. It's leaving so much room for negative, man. Mm. That's why I tell my you know, I tell my sons, Always figure out something good to be doing, you yeah. know, or do something that's going to make you better. Because if not, the devil going to play around. You know what I mean? The devil going to play around. He going to find something for you to do, whether you know it or not, you know. Um. So he did that for me, you know. And I, I love my grandfather. Forever in a day for that, you know, because he didn't have to do it. And you know, when I when I moved with him, you know, that was like you know my my plea to my mom at that time, you know, the course of course that because that's before she passed away was you know can I at least can I just go stay with him until my dad comes home, you know? But he had like he had another two years to come from prison. You know, so I'm I'm living with my grandfather, whatever. I'm, I'm at the shop with him on the weekends. You know, I'm spending time with my aunts and stuff like that. And I'm down the street at the park. Uh, and that's where I kind of got into most of my mischief was at the park. Cause that's where all my friends were. <laughs> you know, weird. that's, yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, the gang had started getting big. So I wasn't a gang member, but I was affiliated because I knew all them guys, you know. Um, so it's the little petty fights and stuff like that. Like, that's about it. Um, nothing crazy. Um, but again, that was, he didn't have to do that, you know. And then my mother, what happened to my mother, you know, that was like the, the next year, February, 98. Um, so I I think what happened was somehow my dad must have uh, finagled it to the point where he was only out and he was our only natural parent. You know, so it, they did something with his time and they allowed him to come home maybe a year or something early, but he wasn't home. He was like in the halfway house or something okay. like a program. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was that was kind of his transition back into our life in a sense uh, so when I was young, man, I was driving at 15, you know, mm. no license, you know, with, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? Like things like that, like, was it okay? Was it not? You know, but that was just the life that, you know, I lived and it really was like A to B, you know, my grandfather, we would bring some of the customers' cars home to lock them up and make sure nobody broke into it. Cause we still got this business in the middle of the hood, Right. you know, so We parking these cars out on the street people breaking into them and so we responsible for these customs cars Mm. so some of them we would bring back home and uh you know who else was there would be me and my grandfather the last two at the shop so i had to drive one of the cars home you know so that's how i really learned how to drive just going back and forth you know without a license driving back and forth um to the house so no it was things you know my grandfather's from the south man so he really had he wasn't Highly educated Or nothing like that But he was a hustler mm. You know And that's what he instilled in us You, you Be a hustler
1: right. Grind
0: Go get what you want to get Hustle in you know? a positive term Don't take yeah. it in negative yeah, yeah, a negative term Yeah Positive term um, Cause like I said He always had a mechanic shop He was gonna find a way To get him a shop Um And that shop Was our family thing We were the We were one of the only Black families In Irvington, New Jersey To have auto mechanic In a gas station uh, shop Yeah in the middle of in a, on, a, on a on a basically almost a little bit past the borderline of Irvington and Newark we were we were one of the only black families to have a business to that you know magnitude um At, but just the lack of education yeah you know between you know generations before me and not really have not being business savvy you know we lost it all
1: let, let me tell you though i think listening to it and from the outside looking in perspective my dad owned his own business, but somebody who owns their own business and brings their kids in that environment teaches them so much. Man, it's huge. About responsibility, it's huge. It's accountability, yep. uh, and you can just take those two words and fly with them wherever you want yeah. and kind of branch off from there. But yeah. just seeing the re- your name is on something yeah, and you own it a piece of something. Yeah, it's not renting no more, and that's why I'm real big into buying and owning things because it's your shit. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. And whatever you do with it is what you do with it. And that's why, you know, a lot of people say your last name so important. How you mm-hmm. pass on your last that's name. That's all you got. That's all you
0: got. I tell, I tell the troops that now. All you got is your word and your name. Yeah. What you want it to mean when you're gone. Yeah. You know, what's your, what is your legacy? That's your legacy. You know, what are you leaving behind? Is it going to be powerful? Is it going to be respected? Is it just going to be another name that's spoken? Is it going to be spoken? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like all of that you know just to 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 kind of like bottle it up all of that is what to answer your question is what made me make that transition and then the biggest piece when I met my wife uh we was we 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 knew each other in high school but we wasn't high school sweethearts you know what i'm saying um so you know, we was kind of like friends and then transition. And, again, I was a young dummy. So, you know, I, I had a girlfriend, but I liked her. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A whole All bunch right. of stuff in the middle of that, man. But ultimately, we end up, um, you know, being together. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, uh, she had a kid when we met. You know what I mean? And so, like I told you, it's, it was important. My stepfather, at that point in time, he probably didn't even know what he was teaching me, but he was teaching me. Yeah. So for me to come into a relationship where a child is already existing, I I have a higher responsibility, you know, like like my presence is important because I can even make or break him if I'm going to be serious about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, too. When you insert yourself in a child's life right. or you or or you bring a child into this world, are you serious about what you're doing? You know what I mean? So. He was it it was important to me at that point. I knew how powerful being a a parent, you know, coming into or becoming a parent was, you know, excuse me. Um, But I had to be somebody to him right you know what I mean yeah. and that was that was another thing so you know a lot in between there man you know I got she got tired of just being in new jersey in the same cycle uh so you know we talked about moving out of state cuz that could have possibly been the change for the both of us you know we both grew up in the in the same city we like i said we went to the same high school um you know and we moved out you know we moved out of the state you know I graduated high school thank god you know through our, a lot of trials and tribulations in between you know the, what I'm telling you um we end up moving out of state man and and like I said inter- meeting her and knowing that hey it's a child here you better start doing things correctly you know I was we was young man 18 19 years old the both of us 17 between 17 18 19 um but I had to I had to get on get on my game you know and that meeting her and putting myself in that position and then you know she she got pregnant with my youngest son uh and that right there was like all right what you gonna do all right you know, Mind what you're you. going to do. Yeah. Right. Because I, 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 had, I had a job, but it was I, bro, I was making like a hundred something dollars a week. Damn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What is that? No, a yeah. hundred something dollars a week. That's food. You know, but yeah, by the time we go out to eat twice, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, for a year and a half, man, for about, yeah, probably about a year and a half, like, she was the breadwinner. Like, when we moved, my, my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, she was the breadwinner. I'm still trying to figure out my life. I'm an 18 year old kid that just moved out of the state that only state that he knows. What state did you move to? I moved to Virginia. Oh, Okay. Um. Uh. And she had her, my sister in law lived down there. Whatever. So we would go down there all the time. Um. You know, once we started, you know, getting our own cars and stuff like that. Uh. You know, my sister in law moved there, so you know, they was nice enough to allow us to come and kind of use them as a stepping stone, and I would pre- I appreciate them forever for that. Um. Uh, but um, uh, like I said, she was the breadwinner. And a lot of people say, you know, you know, you hear the rumors and you, or you hear the stigmas of that man, if a woman is with you when you don't have nothing, to when you got something, yeah. you better cherish that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You better. And I, I'm a, I'm living proof to it. Okay. You know, I I didn't have a uh, bro. I think I moved to Virginia with like four racks in my pocket, mm-hmm. and that's all I had. And sorry for the slang, but four thousand <laughs> yeah. in my pocket, and that, and that was it. Right. So when that went out, it was over. Yeah. It was my girlfriend. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which was my wife now. And she held me down when I had nothing. So it was like, I'm sitting like, what do I, what, I got to do something and I got to do something fast because I can't have my girlfriend taking care of me, you know? Um, But over time, it's like, I always, you know, kind of rewind back. I got to, you know, my cousin, we grew up together, man. Uh, She a mass sergeant in the Air Force. Uh, She used to bug me. Like our plan, our plan was to come to the Air Force. 17 graduate, come straight into the Air Force. But my, like I told you, my mom had got killed. Me and my sister had got a settlement and a couple thousand dollars. Uh, and that's the worst thing you could do to a kid that, that, that kind of has nothing. And then you put five digits in his bank account. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, I blew it. Oh, sure. I blew it. Yeah. Thirty to sixty days. Wouldn't expect anything thousands less. Thousands gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Gone. And now, if I had that mind frame that I have now, or I had somebody there to teach me about investing and finances and, and financial responsibility, God knows what I would have. You know what I mean? More than what I have now. Um, but I didn't have that, so I wasted it. You know, I wasted it. So, and then having that money, it kind of it, it silenced my dream of going to the air force because that money was everything Makes to me, sense. which it really was nothing. Yeah. You know So she jumped off And she went to the Air Force And she would constantly bother me When you Because that's when we had The buddy system Remember Air Force Had the buddy system (laughs) Right And we were supposed to come in On the buddy system Okay And I procrastinated And she took off Right Good for her Right Oh good for her Right She took off And um, you know I still was going through my, my thing You know Running around the hood Like I was a, a a a hood celebrity You know I had bought my own car A little convertible Mustang Hey and I, I thought it was a Mercedes Benz Oh yeah You know what I mean yeah. So I thought I was the man in the hood You know Oh yeah uh, But that money was going quick bro you know, it was going quick, man. And like I said, to kind of jump back forward, uh, we moved out of the state. And I, I, I really didn't have a dime to my name once that money was gone. Um, and my, my girlfriend was pregnant. You know, um, we young, we we in somebody else's spot, you know, paying rent or whatever. She was paying rent because I'm trying to figure it out, you know. Uh, but she stuck by me. You know what I mean? She stuck by me. Uh, we, we, you know, we went through whatever young couple would go through. Um, but I, I woke up one day, bro And I I, I, I shit you not Excuse my language, man uh, I was watching TV I had just taken my my oldest son to school And I'm watching TV And this one The Air Force slogan Was crossing to the blue <laughs> Right? Commercial come on Crossing to the blue Recruited I said, hey, let me go Let me just go see what's up You know? But then I was kind of nervous So I called And I'm talking to the lady You know, she giving me The, the prerequisites Or the, the, the uh, questions To see if I qualified Or whatever So you know, we going through that motion or whatever. I, I end up uh, going to her office, maybe about another thirty to sixty days. You know, sitting down with her and talking to her, and she told me that I qualified. You know what I mean? So I'm going through that. I'm in I'm in the uh, delayed enlisted program, the debt program. Right. Um, and she called me one day, right? So you know, my son's my youngest son is, is on his way. He about to be born. It's getting close. Um, but I had planned I don't know nothing About a baby shower But I planned a baby shower For <laughs> for my wife right um, So but I planned it Back in New Jersey So I got all this stuff Planned out Of course Like I said My aunts man They like They mean the world to me My godmother, They mean the world to me Because they helped me Put all this I got I got cousins That are like aunts You know So they all mean the world to I me. Mean, they all strong women You know what I mean mm-hmm. um, And they helped me do this man So I had all of this planned Right And a recruiter called me She like hey I got this date for you. You can leave, you know, whatever. Let's say it's Friday, and the baby shower is this Friday, right? So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. What do I do? Yeah. You know, that, you know, this is my, this is our future, right. but this is important as well. Right. You know, right. so I, I told her straight. I said I can't take that date. I can't take that date. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you sure? I said I can't. Like, is there another date? She was like, I can't guarantee you when you know this another date is coming, but you sure? I said I can't take that date. So she was like, okay. You know so we go up we do the baby shower thing man and then we come back home to va you know it's back to regular schedule and i'm just waiting watching the clock you know so she called me um a little bit later man and she was like i got a date april 20th and again it was before my son was gonna be born but it's like do i want him to come in the world with what we live in the average you know what i mean life and i'm still trying to figure myself out or do i want him to come in the world where we making a transition to move on mm-hmm. um so I took it, you know. I took it. So I left April, man. My son was born. I left April, April twentieth, two thousand four. My son was born May seventeenth, two thousand four. So I missed my first being born. Yeah, I missed my first born being born, man. Um, first time I seen my son, man. My my youngest son, he was two weeks old. Damn. At my at my basic training graduation, graduation, bro, he was so small I could fit him in one of my hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so that was that was that was a, a a wonderful day. Like my my wife, you know, we 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 got married at the tech school, man. But um, my wife, uh, you know, she went from having a baby two weeks two weeks old to flying down to see me. Knowing any too young to be on the plane, but it's like she made it happen for me. You know what I mean? I mean, they came to see me, man, and basic training, and that like blew my world up. You know, her, my godmother, my my oldest son, my youngest son, newborn. You know. And I only got to see them for that weekend and then they are gone. You're right. You know? But then, you know, time goes through and I'm here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know, and it's like, man, I I think back to my own story, not to say I'm I'm the success story, but I think about where I could have been, you know, and, and, and
1: Which is a success. Yeah, to, it's a to success. Me. Yeah. It's a success amongst itself because right. you could have had 10 other
0: ways you could have. Yeah. Went. Yeah, man. So it's important, bro, like just to sum it all up, you know, my story anyway, it's important to who you have surrounding you as a as at a young age and what you taught, you know? Cuz I could have saw my dad and thought, I'm gonna live this gangster life. You know, I want to have the big cars. See, my father had 3-4 Cadillacs and, you know what I mean? Like back then Cadillacs was the thing. You know, I I wanted to, I could have been this want to be the hood celebrity, you know, or the gang banger. I could have been that, you know, but my aunts always, they always kept me in the visual of you need to be somebody, you know what I'm saying? And my godmother wouldn't let me quit, you know, she always was on me. She always would constantly, you know, be in my corner to not quit. And then the ultimate was my siblings, man. It's like, I can't fail them. Mm -hmm. I can't fail them because I know they watching me, even if it's from a distance, they are watching me, you know? So what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to, can continue to create a mold of gangster life, you know, that you're seeing or, or, or rolling stone with a hundred women, you know what I mean? Are you going to keep continue to create that or are you going to start a different path or you're going to, you going to change the pattern. Yeah. So I thank God that he woke me up that day and was like, you need to change the pattern. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of young black boys out there that don't, that didn't have that heart or don't get the opportunity to change that pattern. All right. You know, so the father's, Out there, and the mothers out there, and the families out there, we can't let them stray away. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't let them think that it's the last straw or it's nowhere else to go. But. On this corner and, and and be these dope dealers Or these these You know These these crack dealers We can't let them think That that's the only thing Right You know It has to be more it, You know My first flight on the plane Was going to basic training <laughs> You know what I'm saying Yeah I never traveled out of the country I'd never been anywhere But from New Jersey to Georgia Because I got You know I got family in Georgia I'd never been nowhere But in between that Up 95 Down 95 You know Some of them never been that far but somebody has to. Who takes the responsibility to say, "I got to show this young, this young black girl, this young black boy, uh, something different, so that they know they can go somewhere else further." Because if not, man, it's a vicious circle. Right. You know, it's yep. a vicious circle. Yep. You know what I mean? Prison, death, drugs, gangs. Then we go back around, same thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Same thing. Yeah. Um, so it's important, man. It's, yep. it's important, man. And I, you know, I thank God every day for. Uh, opened up my eyes, putting the people he put in my life, in my life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For me to see right and wrong. And even though my father took that path, I thank God for allowing me to understand what that path was because I knew that that wasn't the path that I wanted. You know what I mean? And I know now um, even more so I'm going to continue to instill in my boys and my daughter that that's not a path. You know, the path you want is success. The path you want is to teach people right from wrong, you know? And, hold yourself accountable and continue to shoot for the stars because they, they're, it's attainable, you know what I mean? But do you really want it? All right. That's the thing, man. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Shit, man. Crazy episode today, man. I appreciate you opening up the inside of your life, yeah, man. man. And this, man, it's crazy. And it's, it's one thing to say this and another thing to mean it. This was not planned at all. <laughs> this is nah. not what... We had a small <laughs> plan and this is not how it happened. But I, I like the realness of it. Yo, I man. like the honesty in it. I like the... Uh, what am I trying to say? The how it just all came together, yeah, yeah. Man. I appreciate you opening the story, man. And man, getting to know Big Mike, man, pretty yeah, much what we're gonna call man. this episode. Man, man. it's crazy how we come from two different, totally different lives
0: they end up in the same area,
1: same, same area. Right, we want the same goals, same, the same, same, same yeah. uh, where we want to go in the future, right? It's right, all right. about the same, lines up the same, yeah,
0: yeah, man. It's, it's, it was a long road for me, man, like I said, and, and not too uh you know, make myself put myself on this crazy pedestal. But uh I will tell you, man. Like I, I look at myself sometimes, like, and I'm proud of myself. Yeah, you know, I'm proud of important. myself, man. It's important for people to just be able to say that to themselves. You know, I'm proud of myself, man. I'm I'm, I'm thankful for the people that God brought in my life. You know, especially now, the leaders and the mentors, and the, and the people that. Are able or that that has enough don't have enough pride or too much pride to tell me, hey, bro, I'm I'm proud of you, yeah. you know. And I make sure I say that to people. When you see people come from nothing and go to something, even if it's just no job to a job, yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you know, tell people that I'm proud of you. Stepping stones are important. Yeah, they are, are really they are, bro. They are, bro. And but you got to be real with yourself, man. And, and you got to be able to to exhale, you know, and 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 get those weights off your shoulder because if not, you drown yourself. Man. Yeah, you drown yourself, bro.
1: Man, I'm gonna end it just like that, man. There's nothing else to say.
0: Hey, Unpopular celebrities, Hell, man. It's what we do. We gotta keep it real. Got to be transparent, man. I appreciate the time. I appreciate the listeners that do uh, listen to this, man. And 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 if you got a child, if you mean if you are somebody to to somebody be that person you know be that person be there somebody that teaches them that you can go further it's all up to you you know so thanks for the listeners man Big P as always I'm gonna let you get back to fixing that fan (laughs) I gotta get back (laughs) on it
1: yeah next time we gonna be live with a fan and lights and even though you can't see it it's gonna be live the ambiance is gonna be set whatever (laughs) but no I appreciate all the listeners man appreciate you Big Mike man for real man 100% 100 real conversation that just happened Keep this forever, man. Yeah. This gonna this gonna have to stay forever. Yeah, no doubt. Unpopular celebrities, y'all yeah. appreciate. It.
0: Yeah.